Episode number just the two of us <laughs> of jobbing out. Um, so yeah, Aaron screwed up it because Aaron's got this stupid job that that nobody cares about, and I'm a very important person. I have many leather bound books. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Aaron said, "Well, the only time I can do a show this week is Wednesday night," and then we were like, "Well, that that's not great because like you know we want to watch." AEW and you know like I gotta watch the Orioles and I gotta watch the NBA Finals so there's no real way to do that and Aaron said up yours F your mothers I hate you and you don't really want to talk about AEW anyways let's be honest I don't know there was there was some one really interesting thing about AEW this week um but and we were like well that's 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 inappropriate Aaron like that just seems way over the top this is just a silly wrestling podcast that nobody listens to and he was like, I will burn your house to the ground um, and I will visit the graves of your relatives and urinate on all of them if we don't do Wednesday night. And I said, well, Jesus, man. All right, fine. <sighs> I guess we'll do Wednesday night. That's that's I, I don't I don't really want to put my family through that. That's, that's just too much. Um, so, you know, it was going to have to be late. And uh, we all agreed to that. And um, alas. Uh, we haven't we haven't heard from Brandon. Who knows? I mean, it could be at a show, so I don't know where Brandon is. Maybe, I maybe he's I, watching Spider-Man. Uh, I, I saw that earlier. Um, I I thought I saw him post that he was watching Vanderpump Rules earlier, though. So mm, I don't. It, it, it was the final reunion of the three part reunion. You know, reality shows are good when they get a three part reunion. Wow. Um, But like that, he couldn't just say, hey. Can we wait until after Vanderpump rules? Like, I'd make fun of them for it, but, like, we we would. I mean, for God's sakes. Talking about wrestling, uh, that, you know. Um, So who knows if Brandon's going to post this week or not. Uh, it might just be j- just just the boys, just the two of us. And, and this is the only time I'm going to offer for the week. There's going to be no, well, can you and I do a segment? Nope, this is it. This is the only time that I was available. So... Uh, and my phone's dead, so I have no idea if he's going to be available. Aaron will let me know, and we'll we'll add him if he wants to hop in. Uh, but obviously, it's a big week, and we have uh, some important stuff to get to for um, later on in the show. We will have a very special announcement from Tony Khan, so make sure you stay <laughs> tuned for that later on in the show. Um, <laughs> I have I have a comedy bit that's related to something. Did, all right, do you happen to remember what programming you watched? the night of not uh y2k like whose broadcast of new year's you watch that night i don't know if i actually watched it i might have been playing video games like i, I was in that yeah. stage where video games were more important right. well yeah. right and well plus you were super cool so that makes exactly sense. yeah i was i was with uh this was one of the lamest nights of my life i was with a couple of my friends and one of these one of the girls that we were friends with her boyfriend's parents had invited us all to hang out at their house. Like they were like, you can have the basement and we'll be upstairs and this whole thing. And I was like, all right, cool. So I thought like we were all doing it. I got there. There were like six of us. It's <laughs> oh, it was awful. Um, But at one point during the night, cause we had the MTV programming on, at sure. the, on TV that, you know, it was the Carson Daly hour. And at one point, <laughs> They like came back from break and Carson Daly was like, we have a big announcement. And I was like, oh, crap. You know, like, whoa. 
I, I wonder what this could be, you know? Like, this is the big, a big announcement from Carson Daly. He said, and now we're going to announce which DJ will be spinning at midnight with the ring in the new <laughs> year. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Because one... Who the hell cares? <laughs> like, is that is that sometimes what? Like, is that is that like a sign of whether or not Y2K is gonna work out? It's <laughs> which DJ MTV has spinning on. Why would I care which DJ is spinning? And then making it all the more hilarious, they had an in-house DJ at MTV named DJ Scribble. Don't ask me why I still remember that to this day, but I still remember they used DJ Scribble for everything. For mm-hmm. Break for you know the award shows. Oh yeah, oh yeah. DJ Scribble was the DJ on MTV. So like they said, now we're gonna announce which DJ, and they didn't even have like alternative options. It wasn't even like I can't there, think of enough like VJ, yes, but not DJ. Yeah. It was not even like there was a choice. So like one, it didn't matter, and two, you knew who it was gonna be, even though it didn't matter. And that's all I could think about when Tony Khan was ready to announce. What the main event of the first collision was going to be. Well, I wonder. I, gee, gosh, golly. Who might be in that one? I bet it's going to be DJ Scribble. That's all I could think about. Now, by the way, that would have been a hell of an announcement. Would have been DJ Scribble was the main event in collision. Dude, this this story, my story with the DJ Scribble thing, like we we turned it into, I I think, a six-month-long bit between our friends. So – Oh, dude, this is how embarrassing of a night it was for us. It turns out our friend Josh's family is super religious, like psychopathic religious. And at about 1130, his mom yelled down and asked if we would come upstairs to pray with them for safety at Y2K. Oh, boy. And I was like, well, I don't have any interest in doing that. (laughs) But my buddy Josh was like, dude, please, like, I mean, like, they're going to make life miserable if we don't just do this. We can just get it over with and come right back. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, so we go upstairs and we're just like standing around. And I swear to God, this crazy lady is praying for like seven minutes. Like it is continuously going on. And I swear to Oh, my God. I was. So we had been sneaking booze, but like, I don't even know that we were drunk because we didn't have that much booze. We were only sure. 16 at the time. You yeah. know, it, it was the the can you get the beer out of the fridge? You, you yeah, place what, one aside. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever we could get. So I don't even know if I could say that we were drunk. Maybe we were because we were young and like it probably didn't take all that much. Um, But I remember there was like a pause and a prayer. Oh, God. This is one of the more effed up. This lady who's taking this thing so seriously. And I said, Mrs. Counter, that was beautiful, but I'm not sure if you heard DJ Scribbled is going to. <laughs> Did you pray for and, DJ Scribble? And my friends lost their minds. Like broke. And this lady, this crazy lady was like, oh, I know that's important to you kids. Go ahead back downstairs. <laughs> and for like months, man, whenever anyone would call, like, I swear to God, we would call our buddy's like house. Like, hey, um, uh, Mrs. Johnson, can you put Dave on the phone? I have something really important to tell him. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, OK, Dave, your, your friend Glenn says he needs to talk to you and it's very important. 
Like, get out of the shower. Dave. Dave. Hey, I'm not sure if you heard DJ Scribble was spinning at midnight. <laughs> God. That's all I could think about with Tony Khan. That's all I could think about was announcing DJ Scribbled will be the DJ that's spinning at midnight. Oh, it was amazing. You probably right, were the like, only person to think to be thinking about that, to be fair. I guarantee it. Well, that's all I had for you for this week. So see you guys next week. Yep. Um, we're not talking that. Look, you know, clearly all you guys, all you idiots that are so obsessed with Cody Rhodes. That you are so willing to just throw away, with now with the succession being off, what is not just the best professional wrestling program, but literally the best scripted television that exists at the moment. Until we get Gemstones back in a couple weeks, it is legitimately the best scripted television that we have in America. Um, You're so insanely stupid. And all of you idiots that didn't understand. Now, trust me, when I say all these things, I know they're going to F it up still. So don't get me wrong. Like, I'm saying it this week, but it's just for the sake of saying it because I know it'll still get F'd up. But all of you stupids who didn't understand why it would have been shameful for Cody Rhodes to defeat Roman Reigns, you deserve to have this shoved in your face. And those of you that continue to ignore it because you've just decided that Cody Rhodes is like the the the, the sun and everything evolves revolves around him. My God, you, you deserve AEW wrestling. <laughs> you deserve S programming because that. And, and by the way, it's only like the 12th time during this that we've gotten just magical scripted television to mm-hmm. end a show. Hey, look who bothered to show up. You missed all of my wonderful DJ Scribble content. Um, you can do it again. Uh, <laughs> no, we can't. You absolutely cannot. Can't. Yeah. yeah, you had to be there. It really was a you had to be there situation. But it's but Brandon, it's so good, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to it. I, I, I yeah, just, what's, what's DJ Scribble? Oh, you don't remember DJ Scribble? Oh, like the guy from uh, TRL or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. That's what I was expecting. All right, you know what? Go back and listen. I'm not doing it again. Um, (laughs) Seriously, every single one of you that was so stupid and thought that Cody Rhodes should have won, you deserve this. You deserve the embarrassment of continuing to watch the best programming that professional wrestling has ever had to offer, which has zip to do, zilch to do with Cody Rhodes, never did, never will, any of it. This story would have been embarrassing for it to have ended at the hands of Cody Rhodes. Instead, it's going to end another embarrassing way. I understand that. But for now, at least I get to enjoy the fact that they didn't F it up by letting Cody Rhodes win. Oh, it's well, so how do you know it'll end in an embarrassing way? Because they everything does. It's not going – come on. By the way, you know what? In, in all, everything you said is 100% correct. But you know what wasn't relevant at all in any of these 12 segments you're talking about? What? The title. These are beautifully told stories, amazing stories, perfect drama, perfect everything. But it's because of the personalities. It's not about the title. Yeah, no, you're, you're trying to. You're trying. I, I'm, to, not, I'm not. I'm not. No, you are. You're trying they're, to separate it. You, this is you understand that the company revolves around Roman Reigns because he holds the title. All of this has to matter because he holds the title. You can't try to make it seem like the title is separated from this in some sort of way. It's 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 not, it's, it's not separate, but it's also 
It's, it's not the same necess- thing you said about <clears throat> Sami Zayn. What? This has never been about the title. You said that over and over as we led up For to Sami Zayn. Zayn. Correct. But I, I think you can well, say those the are same two thing different. about Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, those are two, it those starts with Jay and the title. It 1,000%. No, but yeah. those two matches, you go back to those two the matches, they weren't really about the title. Like, the first one was just, hey, this is fun. But, the, but hold we're, on. It's we're two, facing each other. It's it's two different thoughts, though. It's it's not about the title. None of the stuff that we're talking about that we like is about the title. But it's important because you have this person that's been elevated because of how long. It's, and it's and it's secondarily. Specifically with Jey Uso, it's whether or not he's warranted to be the man who won the title. And what we saw originally from main event Jey Uso was the thing that made all of us say, oh crap, he is. He is worthy of winning the title. Specifically. And every element of Jey Uso has been about his worthiness. It's been about that story that has made it important the entire time. So anything that doesn't involve this, they can't land the plane correctly without it being Jey Uso. Now, don't get me wrong. They're not going to. They're going to F it up. But the plane can only land in one correct way, and it's Jey Uso defeating Roman Reigns for the title because it is the singular story they have told for two years. They've just managed to brilliantly veer in and out of it constantly to remind us that it's still there. I, I really think they're going to, what they're going to say, and here's how they're going to screw it up. And I, again, I don't disagree with any of this, but they're going to say everything has been about Jey Uso's worthiness. Everything about has been about him proving he's every bit as big as Roman Reigns, and he just has to beat him in some way. He doesn't have to win the title to do that. I, the, they're going the to say that. They're going it, to say that. It, you know they it, are. No, I mean, they can do whatever they want to do. They're going to they can say it till they blue in the face. And if they just want to embarrass themselves after do two years of brilliant programming, they can do it. It's unjustifiable. There is nothing that justifies the idea of the Usos versus Roman and Solo as the thing. It's unjustifiable. The story is they literally reminded you at the end of the night on Friday night that the story was singularly about Jay. It's a Jay story, period. They went off the air reminding you it's a J story. That's what the story is. It's always been a J story, period. It has nothing to do with the Usos versus Roman and Solo. And if you do that and you think that's good enough, then just light the whole thing on fire. Just say, we don't care. We never cared about this. I can't believe you continue to suggest that there's something justifiable about that. I'm not saying it's justifiable. I'm just saying... Again, like, as you said, they ended it on Jay. And you know what? In all of these Jay stories, they keep not bringing up and keep making somewhat irrelevant is the title. They're no, telling you the story, story is story Jay and his worthiness and the head of the table. We're trying thing. to make that go away. You don't I mean, like that. It's inconvenient. The story began with him going for the title. Go back and look at the promos. Go back and look at the story of that. The title was Especially yeah, the, the, the second title match. was secondary to the, especially in the it. second match. Yeah. No one's disagreeing secondary. that the story between Jay and Roman is the most important thing. But to pretend like the title isn't part of the story is nuts. It is nothing like the Sammy situation. The title set this no, all in motion. I, I actually will disagree a little bit. It it's very similar to the Sammy situation. It's not at all. If you go back and actually watch what happened, it, it it's it's more like that than it's not. 
I mean, it's no. not identical to it. But Sammy it's... was never involved with the title picture. There was never a question about it. But neither was Jay. Ignore that. But neither was Jay. Yes, he was. No, 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 no. By default, because that's by who. Default. Not by default. He was in the main event. Main event Jay Uso no, but, existed but, because but so of the title. So was Sami Zayn. Was in the main event too. I'm Sam, saying Sami did not compete for a championship. That did not happen. Yes, he did. It just happened. It happened five months into the story. It wasn't the start of the story. No, but the start of the story wasn't Jay wants to be the champion. It was that he wasn't as important as the other person. It, it, it was all about the head of the table. It was it had it it was for the title because he had the title, but you could have done that story if he didn't have the title. The start, I, and, and if they didn't, you know what? If that had been the case, then this would be relevant. It's irrelevant because that's not what happened. What happened was Jey Uso competed for the title, and we all dismissed the idea of it because Jey Uso couldn't be that guy. The story is that Jey Uso has proven he's that guy. That's the story, singularly. That's it. That all of a sudden, because he competed for the championship, because he was main event Jey Uso, we all sat back and said, huh, huh, and sat around and talked. But I feel, about- I, but I feel like by, by isolating that, I think you're ignoring a lot. Ignoring what? Well, the story hasn't really been that. It's been that. When it comes back to Jey, it's a reminder of it. Let me finish. The real story. Ultimately, if you want to talk about it in totality, the real story has been Roman Reigns can't keep the title without these people helping him. That's that's, that's Roman's actual, story. Well, the, but that's I the, mean, the overall real, story. Well, the real story, if you want to say it, is who's the head of the table? Who is the real king they of the mountain? That a very long time ago. There has been no debate about who the head of the table has been for two years. Stop. Right. Right. Well, then, and Jey Uso hasn't brought up a title in two years. Like, if, if, if we're going back to the beginning, then that is the thing. Is and keep in mind, Jey Uso isn't conflicted because he's looking at the title. Like, it really has nothing to do with the title currently. At the moment, you can say that, and if they don't go that route, they'll f it all up. Why? It's, because Jey Uso started this as main event Jey Uso. But he, but he also didn't – Roman Reigns held the title for, what, a year or something or before that – or at least six months before this even started. So, I mean, I think – Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Uh, to, the Jey Uso was Roman's very first defense. Yes. Very first? Very yes. first. What oh. makes this the greatest story in wrestling history is the idea that they can start it and come back to it and finish it correctly. That's the difference between it being just another pro wrestling storyline and the greatest storyline in the history of professional wrestling. Pretending like you can separate the title is nonsense. That's what started all of this. All of it started there and our belief that Jey Uso could do this. And we keep coming back to, no, he can't, no, he can't, no, he can't. And every time he is elevated into a moment, he reminds us he can. That's the point. The point is that Jey Uso does it specifically. Not Jey Uso wins some nonsense match that is irrelevant and no one gives a rat's ass about that. That does not tell a two-year story. That tells a two-month story. And that's 
fine. They'll probably do something stupid like that. But to pretend like two months is more important than two years just makes all of us look like idiots. The story is main event Jey Uso. It's where it began. It's where it should end. It's always where it was supposed to end. Look, and they know that. That doesn't mean they're going to do it, but they know, and that's why they tell the story the way that they are right now. Right. I mean, I guess the question is, how how should I frame it? First of all, the main event thing, that was like seven months into the story, was the main event thing. But that, that's neither here or there. Um, I just, the way they're telling this story, I think they are very intentionally leaning away from the title in this story. I really do. I mean, I don't agree with that. I think the title is just secondary to what they're doing currently on the show. But ultimately, you can't have someone directly opposed to the champion without it being about the title somewhat like you can't have him. You, you can't have him be the champion, have someone who's essentially become their main focal point and it not be about the title. I mean, like I, that's the, absurd. The absurd. No matter who it is. Like, like, like if you the take more absurd, hold on, hold on. That you take, might be right. Take the great, t- t- take the greatest story in the history of wrestling out of it. Right. If you had just done this over, if this was a brand new feud, it would also be insane that it wouldn't be for the title. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if. Well, right, but they just did that. So, like, I mean, they can do insane things. Like, if, if Aaron's no, they point did, is, they, they it didn't just do that, though. The story of the world, but they could do it anyway. Sure, they could do anything stupid. No, no, but they what could do you, stupid wait, things but, constantly. But hold on, they didn't just do that, though. All the people who have been di- directly opposed to Roman Reigns have fought him for the championship. Yeah, but but you know, again, going back to this Sammy comparison, how did he eventually win? Well, by teaming up with Kevin Owens and getting over on the bloodline that way. But again, who did Roman Reigns have to help him win the championship? 500 people. Like, part of this is the 500 people won't be a thing anymore. Right. I mean, and that's the thing. Well, and that's why I I still have doubts whether we're going to see the one-on-one match anytime soon. I, I just, again, and part of it is because I'm not well, letting why, myself believe. But, here, but here's, here's the other problem, right? What you're saying is really nothing. You can't say you're not like make a commitment, make a decision. Like, are they doing it or not? Like, what's no, your I'm opinion? saying they're not. I'm saying you they, add anytime they, soon to what the is end, the point makes of this? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, no. OK, fine. They, I do not think we will see a J Roman one on one match for the title. Period. Yes. If you're I telling me to say it now, I, I don't I think we will. I disagree with you more that it will 1000 percent is happening. Whether he wins or not, I think, is the debate. Well, but, I, I guess at this point, my question would be, if you genuinely don't believe it's happening, what in the ever-loving F right, do you think Right, right, right. I, I've told you what I think they're doing. Like, you think the SummerSlam main event is going to be another tag match it for, be. for no belts, for nothing? Not SummerSlam. I, I, again, like, I— If you're so doing that, you would have put the belts on them. Yeah. No, I, I think it's— Look, if if you're telling me to bet right now, it's Usos versus Roman and Solo at Money in the Bank. I don't know how you spin off of it. I I don't. It's probably something very stupid. But if you're telling me to bet right now, that's my bet. But if you're doing this at Money in the Bank, that's clearly not. That's another step on the way to whatever else you're doing. But 
I, I, I look, man, <laughs> I, I'll say the same thing that I've said all along. Yeah. If Jay's not winning, I don't want them to do it. Like, this is the weird feeling that I have. I don't want them to just do it just to be, let's beat Jay again. Like, that's not, there's no story there. It's not there. So if they're not willing to pull the trigger, and at this point, by the way, it's abundantly clear to me how smart it would be to just do it. Like, there's no debate anymore about whether or not Jay deserves to be there. He 1,000 percent. He is the most deserved. He's always been the one. We just really didn't. We struggled with it because we didn't think it elevated him. But at this point, we're beyond that. Cody doesn't need it to be elevated. So that's irrelevant. Like, there's there's not another option here. The million people that we talked about of like, maybe it could be Gable Stevenson for, for F's sake. We're beyond, Jesus there's, Christ. There's no option anymore. <laughs> We're past that. There's no other way to do this. So either Roman's just going to be champion for forever. And by the way, that's totally possible, <laughs> right? Like it's totally possible. Or you do the most logical thing. Let Jay beat Roman at SummerSlam. Let Roman go away like he wants to go away for a few months. Come back, beat him at Survivor Series, and then do Roman Cody next year if you don't have the Roman. No, 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 no. If you're going to do this with Jay, you don't go right back to Roman. Why? No, because then then it undoes what you just said. No, like this. this no, I, I think that because then that feels like it's – it feels like – Jay didn't really do it, and you're still trying to do the thing where, okay, who's really going to beat Roman? I think you have to what do the whoever about? wins is really going to beat Roman. You don't do you don't do the long, you know, the four <laughs> year, two three, two. And how long would it be? How long three three? three right, year long reign to have him lose it and pick it back up two months later. You no longer no. thought it was a big deal if somebody beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania, right? Like we definitely were over it after that happened, correct? I mean, it definitely didn't mean as much. The second guy who beat Stop for nonsense. Bigger. We made it the epic main event. Like, for God's sake. I, I definitely can't remember who beat him the second time. Really? I don't know who it was. It was Roman. I, I don't remember that anyway. I mean, I remember him beating him, but I couldn't have told you it was the next one time or whatever. The only And the only reason I remember that is because I remember the Raw moment. I don't remember yeah. <laughs> the WrestleMania part of it. But I, I will tell you this. Um, I don't think that this is happening soon. I do think it's happening. I don't think they're going to shotgun it. I think they're going to play. They're going to. They're going. They're. They are going to what squeeze. Shotgunned about this. Well, I, 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 wait, 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 wait. How can how can you if like let's just say it's it is Jay. How can it not be at SummerSlam? Because I think that it's possible you get. Jimmy versus Jay at SummerSlam. I think it's possible you get some other kind of red tape that's going to tie these guys up. I think it's possible that you've got more work to do till you actually get to the full-on one-on-one. By the way, I also think it's possible that you could get a one-on-one match before you get the one where he beats him. I think it could be more than one match. I think there's multiple layers that could be unpeeled here. I think part of it is everyone else has to be removed from the equation for Jay to beat Roman. If it's still with all this other bullshit, he's not winning. And and I and I think that by the way that could be part of the but what, story. What, when you say what other bull s? All the other people involved. There's Solo only one other. And person. Heyman there's and two Heyman. other people involved. There's his Heyman's brother. Not a wrestler. I, it, he his has two brothers. He has two brothers. 
I, right. First of all, I, I don't want to see the will he, won't he with Jay again. We just did that. Oh, it's, that's a thousand percent happening. I, but I think it gets resolved fairly quickly. I think we might get a week of it, but we're not getting another. No, you're going to get a whole pay-per-view cycle of it, for sure. They're going to go through money in the bank with that. Um, I, I believe that. I don't think that you're going to get. You think you can go 10 months before Jay wins the title? Yes. I, I, I think that's <sighs> but I, I mean. Again, everything's nuts. So I, I, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it, do I think it, they will? I don't. I don't know. I, I don't I think, think that. I, I don't think th- it's crazy to think that this is another ten months. I, I, and, and this goes for for two angles. One, I don't think that Jay needs anything more I, I, at all. I don't think there's anything more that you need to do with Jay. The story has handled all of that. The story is Jay. Jay's the story. I, th- like you're not separating him from the bloodline to have him run through a bunch of different guys and then like that's 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 just as crazy to to break no, up. No, the, I'm suggesting that it's going to take a while to get him out of the bloodline completely. That's I, the part that I'm uh, wrestling with. Like ten months though. <laughs> that's a long time, bro. Like I I think that's crazy. I mean, you um, said ten months. I I don't. Well, it no, has to happen at SummerSlam or Mania, and nowhere in between. I don't. I don't agree with that. We don't know what other events there are. Is there some other giant foreign event that they're planning? You know, we don't know. I mean, I don't think it has to be SummerSlam. I, I it has to be. That, I don't think that Roman Reigns can. I I am going to agree with Aaron. Roman Reigns, if he's winning, and again, part of this, if he's not winning, who the f cares? But if he's winning. I completely agree with Aaron. It has to happen at SummerSlam or WrestleMania. This is too important to give it to Australia or to give it to okay, whatever. But then we all talked ourselves into Clash at the Castle being acceptable, right? Well, like, yes. And then there's well, been we don't know episode. what thing like that is coming down the pike. Like, we, I don't know. Like, okay, if there's what, what would be the Jay Uso yeah, that's, Clash that's at the, the Castle? Yeah, right. Like, the problem was Clash at the Castle worked because it was Drew McIntyre. Like, if if that had been Jey Uso at Clash of the Castle, none of us would have talked like that. It was uniquely that it was Drew McIntyre there. Right, but what I'm saying is I have no idea what they're planning. Like, I I don't know what other events there are. Like, right now— I don't think you can create another event for Jey Uso to win the title. Okay, we can say anything. (laughs) You're the one saying anything. We're being very reasonable when we say this should happen at SummerSlam or WrestleMania. You're saying, well, there could be some magic pixie dust event that they could create. Like, you're the one saying anything. No, all I'm saying is it, it, like— Whatever they do at Money in the Bank, we could come on here the next week and say ha- and have a completely different perspective. Like, well, I'm, yes, I, I'm, we I'm not. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I'm trying not to have some closed minded. It must happen at this show or it must happen at that show. I don't. Opinion. I, I mean, I, short of short of a show on the moon, I can't think of yeah, what I, would. I, I'm really struggling with any scenario where J, where Roman Reigns ends a thousand plus day run as champion at anything other than SummerSlam or WrestleMania. Like that's bonkers to me. I, 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 like I, if, if there was a super, super young over Australian wrestler and you wanted to crown him in Australia. Okay. Yeah. If you wanted to make it Shinsuke Nakamura in Japan, cool. I, but not for Jey Uso. But is there somewhere they could do this that would make, like where, like where are these guys from? Like I don't even like. Is there some? Oakland. <laughs> yeah, the California. Yeah, Northern California. I mean, but they don't lean into that in any way. Yeah. Is there, is, but is there? I mean, after seeing 
the rock show or whatever didn't a lot of them live in hawaii for a long time like isn't there some kind of connection there literally not a stadium in hawaii right (laughs) yeah i I don't don't know i have no idea yeah there's it's just which is funny like that stadium they played the pro bowl at it was condemned a couple years ago (laughs) and hawaii plays at a high school like it's not a joke it's at a high school i mean it's essentially it's like a ten thousand seat they they popped up like make, make they, they, it's i think it's a field that they had on their campus that they put 10,000 bleachers around so that they legally had enough seating to still be a division 1 football team i mean it's th- there's not an option there yeah. there is no hawaii option at the moment so this this thing that you're trying to make exist just does not exist okay so either so yeah okay i'll buy into that it, it's it's SummerSlam or wrestlemania or he's losing <laughs> Well, right. right. And I, again, I'll always come back to the most likely scenarios that I think he's losing. But right now, I think the most likely scenarios that I think he's losing at SummerSlam. Like, I I just can't fathom what else you're doing. Like, the, the idea of, hey, you're going to do Solo and Roman versus the Usos at Money in the Bank, that makes all the sense in the world. Then what? Because even in Aaron's bizarro world, we're like, I don't I choose to believe this won't happen. Well, then tell me what you're doing with Roman Reigns. Like. What what is the plan? Because all of the reporting is now lining up to what we thought that yeah. it's going to be Cody and Brock at SummerSlam. Yeah. And apparently they're going to try to announce that soon. So now what? Like, I mean, he's already issued the challenge. They hadn't they didn't use the word SummerSlam, but come they on. didn't use the word SummerSlam. Correct. They but, didn't. But come on. I mean, it's well, very no, clear yeah. that that's what it was. Right. Yes. Well, I mean, there is another pay-per-view before then. So like but, but was, he's not advertised for that one. I, he's right, advertised we for that last week. I agree. Yeah. With um, like for God's sakes, man, like what, what are you doing? Why do that television on Friday night? If it's not to point you to a Roman J match at SummerSlam, what is the point of anything? And you're going to say they can always rip it up and just do it. Of course they can. Of course. But why? Why? Because they're them. That's what we got. That's yeah, what we got. It, it, it has to end with Jay. And, and that's, that's what it is. It has to end with Jay. It's the answer has always been Jay. It's always I didn't. One. I never realized that Jay was his very first title defense. Yeah, we do. I, I remember. Look, we came on here when he won it. I was like, my God, this is such a perfect way to start a title reign for a heel Roman Reigns because he can absolutely destroy right. his cousin. And we can see. No, I remember oh that God. now that yeah. you mention it. I remember like, but I, it's just. Mind blowing that they have the opportunity to do this. So what I was texting you the night of Royal Rumble, that it came in, oh my God, they <laughs> could land the plane with the greatest story ever told in the history of professional wrestling. Like, that's not hyperbole. That's legitimate. That they can go from that to this is the most amazing bag that anyone could ever fumble in this business. Like, you have it in your hands to come up with the greatest story ever told. All you got to do is land the plane. That's it. That's all that's left. It's all there in front of you. Just land the plane. To Aaron's point, of course I assume they'll F it up. Of course. I Like, if you made me bet 60-40, they'll screw it up. But every time they do this type of television, it allows me to think it's possible that they won't. That's all. It just makes me think they might understand. They might 
Mike. So Nate. hypothetically speaking, if they do the tag match at Money in the Bank and they do Roman J at SummerSlam, at Money in the Bank, you almost what do you do there with that match? Um, I th- well, I, mean, I you, you almost have to have the Usos win, right? It well, that depends would be the, that on would... the story you're telling. Because mm-hmm. if he kills them, how? What justifies giving no, him the it, match? No, it can't be a kill. It, it can be a, you know, hey, you know, something happens. They're still a little smarter than it. Something wonky happens. You know, he, he again, you know, uh, Jimmy's a little bit injured going in, and again, he exploits the vulnerability of Jay. So you kind of have. I that would say and, it almost has to be a two-on-one. Yeah, I, I'd, I, say, I'd say, you know what? But but again, the loss to save the brother thing could play as well. No, I it, think it goes the other way. I think what happens is it's Jimmy against the other two and you don't know Jay's coming and he shows up. And that's like, I think there's something to that. Like, I don't think you can't go right into Jay versus the two of them because he's not depending on what they do on SmackDown. He's not there yet right I, he's I don't not, i don't want to drag he's still that. i really he's still, don't want it i don't want to drag that out but he sat there and watched them beat him up i know like, i know but i i want that to be the the snap i i wanted to find it wasn't dawn on him it, i but know it wasn't but it could They've be already, we're past that it didn't happen so you can't do it now you've got to have a bigger moment like you can't just say oh I, i've had a week to think about it that's not the way that works um i i think that if you want to, if you want a snap, it has to be a snap. It can't be a, I've been sitting around thinking about it, and I just stood there and watched you kill my brother last week. It, like that doesn't. But like really that's work literally what they did with Sami Zayn. Is that he he watched Sami Zayn? That's not his beat brother. The, that's he that, beat the crap out of his brother. He beat the crap out of Jimmy in front of Jay while Jay stood there, and then the next week Jay wait, turned. Wait, 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 wait. What? There was a SmackDown where it was Jimmy versus Sammy. But Jimmy was the aggressor. It it doesn't matter. It was Jay standing there at ringside while Sammy beat the crap out of him. Wasn't it a match? And then at the end of the match, he comes down from the crowd. He's there. And Sammy's basically like, watch this. I'm going to beat up your brother after the match. And I, I that's how it played that. out. And then a week later, he's like, no, he's my brother. The brother thing is the I don't, thing. I don't here. remember. Like, I don't remember that. I just... We just did the month-long will he, won't he with Jay. I, I don't think we can do it again. Not the same But sport. I think you could – I mean, what did we take from that? Like, did we take from that that he really was conflicted? Or did we take from that that they were playing Sami Zayn? I, I thought it was a conflicted. I thought they could have – there were times I thought they were telling the, the... – but what what but what did you think about the promo he cut after he revealed that he was going to beat up Sami Zayn? He, he said he basically said it's my brother. I'm not going to, you know, you're making Did you choose- think I was going to choose you? Which right. would suggest he never was considering choosing Sami Zayn. No, it was it a It would win- suggest that. Mm, I don't know. It was more like when push comes to shove, I'm going to do it, but I was conflicted. That's how but I But that's did not it. what he said. He said are you stupid? Why would you think I would choose you? Well, okay. Then why would he choose Roman over his brother? Well, no. Okay. Why? I mean, Solo just did it. I understand. But Solo has never said, 
why would I choose anyone over my brother? You just told, said why we can't do another month of JV. But the, the other person wasn't Roman Reigns. I, I don't think it matters what uh, it you know. Another matter. key, but a so key one person can this, ruin his life and the other person can't. We're going, you know, we want to go back to the beginning here. Why is Jay part of the bloodline? Because he valued protecting his brother over anything else. So, so hang on. Let's project this a little bit, though. What I would say is that I don't think that the story at the moment that they're telling with Jay is Jay choosing between the two. I think the story is that Jay wants to heal the bloodline. Correct. And I do okay. think that's different than a straight up choose one or the other. Now, it's subtle, and I'm, I, I still think there's room to debate whether or not you can really do a will he, won't he thing for a few weeks. But I do think that what you could do is tell a story where Jay is, of course, with his brother – but he's with his brother trying to mend the bloodline, okay. trying to fix it, not diametrically immediately opposed to Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. And Jimmy is the one that pushes to make the match happen. And Jay is reluctant because he still thinks that this can be fixed. Yeah. So I do think that that is a different story than just. Are you on my side or are you on this side? La- laid out like that, I absolutely could see that. It just has to be very different from the will he, won't he we saw before. Well, and I, I think that, again, unlike everything else in professional wrestling, I will say that we think we all think they're capable of telling correctly, you know, subtle and appropriate stories. Now, I did think it was a, a, a little bit weird where they had Solo jump on one side and then back on the other on Friday. And that was the only thing about Friday night that was a little wonky was he was like, but these are my brothers only to to bail on that for for what like they didn't really say like, hey, we planned that ahead of time. We wanted you to think he was on your side. And the whole time it was deception because he was always going to jump back. Like they didn't really explain like that. all he had. All, all that happened was Roman gave him a winky face and he hit him right after he had just said to Roman. Right. These are my these brothers. are my brothers. Right. Like like and but and again, that can be cleaned up. Like it's very easy to say. We manip- I wanted him to st- be standing next to you in case. <laughs> right. Like we can we can you can do that. But you didn't do that on Friday. You didn't explain that on Friday. And they should explain that because it was nothing changed. You you said these are my brothers. And then all of a sudden they weren't like you, you, you did do that in the course of that segment. But I give them largely credit for how these segments go. Look, you know, we will we'll be able to keep doing this every week. Um, we, you know, this is this is going to continue to be the predominant topic. But God, it was some damn good television. That uh, that's what makes this the perhaps the greatest story in the history of professional wrestling. Um, what else from WWE this week? What else do we need to get into? Now I got to think about it. Um, Seth, yeah. Seth Rollins. What what about Seth Rollins? The fact that he defended the belt. And or the fact that he might be going to NXT for reasons. Well, he's, he's, yeah, I mean, like he has two defenses lined up here now. We're gonna do Finn Balor. We're gonna do Braun Breaker. That's interesting. Braun Breaker thinks so weird. Yeah, the Bra- it, Well, it's bizarre. I mean, it's gimmicky, and I don't know why. Like, what is it about next Tuesday that makes it feel like it's so important that they need to pop a number? I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't really understand that, but. Unless it's just a a new initiative because there's been several <laughs> weird things that they're pumping in there. The, the funny thing was though, like, and they did promo and they did promos for NXT on Raw, like segment promos, which they haven't done in a while. I don't know. 
Had they not done it in a while? I feel like they've always had yeah, little. I thought they think it's been a while. No, like enduring the actual show. I think it's yeah. been a minute since they've done that. I'd it's, have to think about that, but yeah. yeah. Uh, they, like, of course they do the the commercials, but it's right. been a while since they've had like Kevin Patrick talk about what something that happened on yeah, NXT. I, I could have sworn that I remember him, like he has been promoting things that were coming up the next night on NXT. A no, few that's times. not the same thing as what they did on Monday. Yes, they'll say, oh, there's a battle royal or whatever. Like, they'll read a line. This was like they showed a clip and were and were referencing it. I mean, the person that they're talking about was on the show. So that's part of why they did it, right? Cause all yeah, I mean, well, there, right, the last time they did it was when they had people Dolph go. Ziggler or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. When they did something like that. I just mean, it's been a while. And we talked about it when they did it before that there was disintegration. Now it looks like there's a lot of integration. We've got four people that showed up at this point within the past week. Um, one of those well, things but, is not like the others. Yeah, well, correct. Well, You've got your right. number one guy and then three other people, right? Yeah, and, and those three other people, they all fit into the what I was saying about um, Baron Corbin last week, which they just kind of feel like demotions. Like, it doesn't feel like when Finn Balor showed up. Like, this Dana Brooke feels like a demotion. Like, that's what it feels Dana like. Dana Brooke so, feels like that, but those other two people are in Money in the Bank qualifying matches. So, like... They're still yeah. on the show. <laughs> they're still on the show, but they're not. You can't. You you couldn't it's pass not over Finn through. Balor. It's for sure it, not Finn nothing, Balor. And it's nothing like Finn Balor, right? Like it's right. Yeah. It is. No, a, it's not even close. It's a significant difference. The other thing is like they they were trying to make it very clear. Oh, you know, Baron Corbin can do this because he's a free agent. He's going to pop back up on SmackDown. And Mustafa Ali, he's a free agent. And right. then it's like Seth Rollins, definitively not a free agent. Well. You know, there's one time all year <laughs> when, I mean, for God's sakes, like, it's, it's so incredibly stupid. Um, well, at this point, all it is is Braun Breaker saying that, right? You don't say well, it if you're not going to do it. You don't have to say that if they're not going to do it. For God's sake, he's going to do it. No, but what I'm saying is he's going to get a special pass. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> Adam Pierce is going to sign it again. Yeah. You can ask you, you'll have you, Adam Pierce on the phone have, saying, OK, I guess seen, if he wants to go to NXT. Have you guys seen the new Spider-Man yet? Yes. No. OK, so there's a day pass bit in the new Spider-Man. Yeah, all there is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love it. So, you know, um, look, man, whatever. I, I, I guess the only real question to read into it is for them is this Braun Breakers tryout, right? Like, is this probably his moment and i think that we would say he ain't ready but you know like do i think everyone looks ready against seth rollins there's no better way to make somebody look ready that's a great point there is nothing better you could do to make someone look the part than to put him in a match with seth rollins but i I, you know i I have no idea what they think the brawn breaker is the may i i just whatever by all means go right ahead do it i I don't think it's going to change much, unfortunately. I just don't think there's anything there at all. Um, I also think that they're – I'm trying to say – I think they're leaning too heavy, and they are dangering this new belt of making it the U.S. championship belt. I've said that from the beginning. Stop. This is – like, there's two shameful parts about it. The first part is they keep – they went from – like the op, they went, they, they flip flopped. At first, they weren't leaning in on the 
this is the worker. They, they said it in the Triple H promo and then got away from it. Now it's all they're talking about <clears throat> to the point where they're almost leaning into the problem that existed before. Now, they, by giving Roman Reigns a new belt, hopefully they clean that up. But what they were leaning into is the idea that it, this isn't really even the Raw championship belt. This is just a different type of championship belt. And that is a this is the Raw championship belt. This We're doing three hours of television every week, and those three hours of television have to matter, and they need a champion. They got to stop this thing where this is the – what's different about this is it's the working man's championship. No, stop. It's the Raw championship. That's what it is. And you've got to lay into that. And maybe they were reluctant to do it because the Raw championship was still showing up on SmackDown every week. And maybe they will fix that moving forward. But that is a mistake. Like I, the, the heavyweight championship of the show should not be up for grabs every effing week. That is a mistake. It cheapens it. It's not the way that this is supposed to go. By the way, if you, <laughs> just to further your point. Um, they're not doing that with the Intercontinental Championship, yeah. <laughs> and it's made it seem so much more important than this. Mm-hmm. Not, I was just about to say, not just that, it is far more impressive if you're the guy who beats Gunter at this yes. point than if you're the guy who beats Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah. it's well, why I would, mean, but, that's, but that's unique. I mean, that, you it's know, unique, but, it's but, a but unique, you can add to it. You can add it, to it that the, the mystique they've created around Gunther um, elevates the championship because he's not defending it every week. And he's, you know, it's kind of wild. And I know it's by accident because I know they, it's not that they're focused on, like, I know they're focused on Gunther. It, it's very clear that they're doing a good job of, 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 of um, building him up. And it just so happens that he's the one holding that championship. And that's why that's working. It's not because of the championship. It's only because of who's holding it and that they making, they're making an effort to elevate him. But, by accident, they've elevated the Intercontinental Championship, and so um, that also creates a problem for how they're treating this World Championship at the current moment. Like, it does feel like the U.S. title. It's I've told you from the beginning. I felt that that was the way that they were talk, the way they're talking about it, the way that they were putting him in Super Friends matches immediately, um, the way that they were, you know. It, it just and again, part of the other problem is the other guy that's holding the championship is so elevated that it's going to be hard to get close to that even if you try. And so if you're not trying and you're you doing all you don't have to worry about that. You, I mean, that's that, those are but, but again, it, but, it, but I think that it makes what they're doing more disruptive to the 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 point of elevating this title is that you have that, so you, you've you got to be a little bit more careful than you would have to be I, if the other guy wasn't that. You know what I mean? I, I think it's not very hard. You have a three-hour television show. It is not hard to build a structure if you are legitimately keeping those people away from Roman Reigns. And th- they don't exist in the, the, the orbit of Roman Reigns in any way. It is not hard to do what you're supposed to do with a championship, which is have a cycle between – you know, pay-per-views where being the number one contender matters, where you have a structure for competing to be the number one contender, where maybe once in a blue moon you have that title defended on television, but like maybe once in a blue moon and in unique circumstances. 
it is not it really isn't hard to make it so it has nothing to do with who the guy is you can it's just remembering what professional wrestling is there's a reason why all this works for i'll give this until the thing at the end the goofy thing with Braun breaker and seth rollins i thought this is actually one of the better nxts that i've seen in some time yeah. because they had purpose the matches on the show matter i don't think the Braun breaker thing hurts with the show i think uh, it's just weird it hurts it's, the identity of the show. It, it comes back to what we've been saying for weeks now. I don't know what NXT is right now. And, and, and as you keep doing this, NXT, it makes it harder to answer. I think it would have been much better going off the air with the final shot being Thea Hale. Like, I, yeah. th- that was a great final shot of a show. And then they did this goofy thing that makes no sense. That's a professional wrestling show should have ended with that shot and that celebration and the whole thing. It was awesome television. So uh, to, to your point, you could have had Braun Breaker come to Raw and do that. Or you could have done it earlier in the show. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, there's a million ways that you could have done it. But separated from that, I thought it was a good show because it's a reminder that professional wrestling eternally will be at its best when you have matches that matter and you're doing things for a structure and you're making num- number one contenderships real for all of your belts and having your belts in play and every now and then having some of the other belts competed for that's what makes professional wrestling work it is always what makes professional wrestling work no matter how many times we try to reinvent the wheel we know the function of professional wrestling is we always think money in the bank season is good why because there are qualifying matches to get in the money in the bank because it makes the matches matter and they're relevant and they're interesting and they involve matchups that maybe we don't see all the time. And those are and they have to have a definitive winner. And those are good things. Tuesday was an example of NXT even being capable of putting that together. You have a belt now. You should be able to get back into the structure of a quality professional wrestling show because you should be able to make the number one contendership matter. And that should be relevant what's going on in SmackDown at the same time. You're not wrong. Everything was, you know, even the matches that weren't necessarily for the number one contender felt like they meant for something. The Kevin Owens Gunter match felt like it was part of something bigger. That was awesome. And it happened to be a a, a tremendous match. And it also helped the fact that, well, you have Kevin and Sammy, uh, you know, dealing with Imperium and those belts. You can have Kevin at some point start looking at the Intercontinental title. Like all of that works. So... Yeah, I also, I also really loved the Ricochet Nakamura match until the end, which I think will serve a purpose. But the match itself was freaking great, too. Yeah, the match was good. But you're right. You're right about that. I, I was surprised but. how much they gave uh, Katana and Caden. I almost said Casey and Caden. No, and that was a pretty impressive uh, debut as well. I thought that yeah. was really well done. Um, they did not make them look like pushovers like. I, Ronda, I, was, I was very surprised about that. R- Rhonda, man, for all the criticism you give Rhonda, she gave those both of those people a lot in that match. She took a lot. I mean, like, that's what they should be doing. So I, I, I don't want to applaud too much. But, like, I was impressed that they gave them as much offense as they did. I think that the way they presented them backstage forced them to do that. I don't think you can... Well, you but that's they view someone and have them get murdered. Which, you know what I mean? Which did, they, which did they decide they were doing first, right? Like, did right, they right. decide they were doing a big promo and say, well, hey, if we did a big promo, we got to give them a good match? 
where they decide that they want to – like the truth is they have to create a women's tag title division. Well, well the, what I would add to it is they've done promo videos for these folks for two weeks. So I think it's a little tough to present someone that way and then have them debut and get murdered, right? Well, I, like Again, the question would become why did they start doing them to begin with? Like, And I think it's because they recognize they have yes. no women's tag Cor- division. Cor- correct. And if that's the division Ronda Rousey's going to be in, <laughs> then you better create something. Mm-hmm. Like – Something's got to exist. So why not lean into, you know, hey, you guys, even if you don't want NXT, remember, like, it's always befuddled me how how they haven't been able to figure out Casey Catanzaro. Like, that's that's who. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. (laughs) On a a chance. Um, It's always befuddled me that you had a, you know, let's call it a C level, whatever, a C level pop culture figure that was a full time professional wrestler. I don't know that 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 Casey Catanzaro is drastically below where the Miz was when the Miz showed up no. in professional wrestling. I so would I, say if you're talking about ability in the ring. Well, yeah, that sure. Way at, way ahead. When, when I when I was at Double or Nothing, I had somebody somebody there who wasn't a big wrestling fan asking people, so what's going on with Casey Catanzaro? Like right. just because I mean I don't even someone they from knew. a pop culture standpoint. Like, that show's on NBC. The Miz was on MTV. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Right. I, I don't know that she's even that pop again from not I'm not saying today, obviously. I mean, my God, the Miz is a monster. But like when he first showed up, I don't know that he was that much more significant as a pop culture figure than Casey Catanzaro. You know, so he he wasn't and and she's <clears throat> way ahead of him in that athletic department. Sure. So, so like add those two things together. No, she was never gonna have the natural charisma that he had. Like no. that you know, that that's wildly different, but no, you know, I've, I've been eternally confused. And if somebody somewhere finally said, Hey, what the hell are we doing here? Like we should have been able to capitalize this on a long time on this a long well, time. Add, add, well, add to it that they put them in this tag team. What? Like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Feels and, like that. Yeah. And we, I think it felt a little weird at first. And then I think after six months we were like, well, this would be a, a, good main roster tag team. And then we yeah. said it every six months after that until no. they finally moved yeah, them up to the there's, show. There's nothing not to like. Right. Like the, the one thing I, I do think they need to tweak, tweak their presentation a little bit. Cause like when they came out, it was just that they were doing the same stuff. They didn't, you know, the small crowds in NXT and it doesn't quite work, but the idea no, they of having did, they them. Did, no, hold on. They did way less like the, the NXT thing. They had like, the the li- well, and that's and that's part of it is like they got to figure out what if they're going to lean into that or lean away from it. And just and I think at this point they just lean in. These are two ultra athletic underdogs basically, and almost lean know. away from the part. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, I I, I think people I, I, you know as dumb as it is, I think people like fun, cool entrances. Like I think they do. Yeah. And the truth is, while sometimes we say like. You know, what's carrying Cross's problem is that he's only an entrance, right? Like, I, there is a line in which your entrance has to be met with what you're doing. I think we know enough to know that they are plenty capable of that. And I do think that it adds to something. Like, it, as silly as it is, my kids get goofy excited every time the Street Profits come out because they're going to see the Cubs fall. Like, I, well, I'm not just got, I, I guess you just got to lean in one way or the other. Don't don't do what you did on Monday. With okay, entrance. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna do it, do it. I don't, no, I don't know that. No, it's... no, the the point's valid. You gotta give them an entrance. They had no entrance. It was just yeah. here's a blank video wall with their names on it and right. some music and 
and they're and trying the, to and here's the baby face entrance like the yay like they're trying to be excited yeah the thing they did in nxt would work here <laughs> you sure. know yeah yeah or, it's better than nothing i guess i should say right um right. give them something man but but yeah, yeah like i I'm I'm not opposed to them doing that. I I, I think and, and I gotta tell you like the difference between I, I don't want to go too over the top on this, but the difference between Ronda Rousey when you know she's doing something that was her idea versus when she's just there is insane. Yes, like she looks so much better than she's looked in the entire time she's been here since she came back this last time. Because you know she's doing the things she wants to do, which is running the tag division with her buddy. Now, there are reports that this is a short-lived thing to lead to her against Shayna, which sort of concerns me in some other departments. But for now, that's great. And and if 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 she can do this and it like again, we've talked about it. Like, I think she's capable of being a pretty good performer in wwe we've seen it i think she's incapable of doing it when she's not feeling it and we've seen that i yeah i i i think there's a question of how consistently can she be that performer well Uh, i think that's the problem is keeping her interested right well i i guess it it used to be the randy orton problem not not to a lesser extent because Mm -hmm. he's no but absolutely there there were long stretches where it was just like oh he's just going through the motions yeah. Right. It right. used to be like, it, but when he wants to be there, there's no one better. Now, I'm not going to say that about Rhonda, but I will say when she wants to be there, she's a functional performer at an above average level. Her her first year with the company, there was a reason we were excited to see Rhonda oh, Rouse. Dude, I was excited every time she wrestled. Yes. In that yep. first run. Because oh, she was, she was into it. She was. God, what was could. the, um. What was the one match? I feel like we came, was it her and Naya or something? Like we, we came on here like. Oh, we raved about how good she was at this. She's beating. I mean, I mean she got she she had people that I hadn't yep. seen in an exciting match in years mm-hmm. in exciting matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had a good match with Nikki Bella. I feel that one match with Charlotte at Survivor yes, Series the, was crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, the whole I, first year was great, and then she left, and she came back, and she didn't give a damn. When well, she came and the back. only thing I could say is. I, it's always going to be complicated by she was never good on the mic. Like that is the tricky part about it. And the this. And, and the tail end of that first run was a little like shaky. I I that's why I say like if we can just get her to care, I do think that part of the problem still is you, she's not she's never improved on the mic. And unfortunately, and, her partner is not strong in that department either. Correct. So. I, I think that runs into it, too, and the crowd reaction. Like, it's a tough thing. You, you almost have to go back to how they were uber-protecting her. Like, literally, just come out, be badass, leave. Like, in order to get that super Ronda that we really liked at the front. Because I do think part of it is the moment it requires her to do more, we're reminded of the limitations she does have, and that feeds back to this problem like i don't think it's a light bulb that she can turn on you know it's kind of an interesting thought like i love the people that are in it and and it has this has nothing to do with those people but it has something to do with those people being able to do other things and we want to see them do other things them with bailey is kind of interesting to me like 
if if that was what damage control was, mm-hmm. damage control yeah. might be a much different thing. Oh, and that's not to slight the, yeah. that's not well, I mean, but, the other two but, people. I'm saying the other two people should be doing their own thing. You know, like, I mean, like, right? You, I I agree with you, but the problem is it would be so like it would have to be someone less. It have to be. No, don't say that because here's the thing. When 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 that was ro- running like like it's been running for what a, almost a year now, mm-hmm. um, Bailey hasn't wrestled a ton in that time frame. Like she is very uh she's very valuable in the in the mouthpiece role for a time. Remember, none of thing nothing like this is ever gonna run for so long that that we're gonna not get Bailey as a wrestler. But she can serve a purpose for a limited number of months and still wrestle or whatever, just not be in the title picture that could benefit. Like there's only so many people that can be in those pictures. So if you're immediately going to go to Bailey should be doing something better. What is that? Because it's not even that she should do something better. It's just that anything that Rhonda is about, it's, it's about Rhonda, you know, but that's okay. Like that's the point. It's she should be helping them. Like, well, hang on. And by the way, I know we're just spitballing here. As long as Rhonda and Shayna are, are are in the the tag right. division, right. right? This this is actually fine, and it can ultimately lead down the road to how you spin off a big Rhonda versus Bailey match. I I actually think Brandon's really onto something here. Now I don't think they're gonna do it, <laughs> tossing something in the air. But I actually like the more I think about it, the cooler it sounds. Like you but, you yeah. have three people who are, are are have different goals that they're all pursuing that don't have to cross against each other in the process and can lift each other up in the goals that they're looking to pursue. Bailey can handle the problem that they have with Ronda and Shannon, the fact that they can't talk. Like, all of it works. And then in the end, you can get to a Bailey-Ronda match, which that sounds like something that we would like. So... Right. And by the way, because yeah. Rhonda and Shayna are a tag team, you could elevate Bailey as a solo performer exactly. if you the, wanted to. Like you could dip point. into that. And then she's got a killer. Like again, this is not di- like saying anything bad about the two people in damage control. But are, who are you scared of? Bailey with two like ring ta- technicians, or Bailey with two killers? Be- Be- Becky is not beating up the three of them three on one. No, if it's Rhonda and Shayna. No. And you wouldn't even argue that she should, right? Like someone backstage is saying Io Shirai is five six or whatever, whatever she is five three or whatever, and uh, and and Becky could totally take two and a half of them or whatever. Nobody backstage is saying, yeah, Becky should be able to take Ronda and, Sh- right. and Shayna at the same time. Um, anyway, whatever yeah. they they won't yeah. do it, but but like they. I yeah, I'm trying to think if there is somebody who like like my they're, th- they're, my thought actually was Chelsea Green, but I don't like that as much because I don't think it's a totally different thing. It, it's, it's a totally different thing, yes. But I'm just trying. No, I'm, like, I'm not like, thinking like the same at thing first. At all. I thought maybe Sonya or something, but I, I was just trying to think of like who could talk for them, and yeah. I don't think either one of those are strong enough to be honest. I like both of those people. I don't think either one of those are strong enough on the mic to command that i think that the chelsea green thing would turn into an eva marie i mean listen she's way better than eva marie don't i'm not saying that i'm saying because of what her character is like i just don't think that elevates the situation i think it if anything it takes away from it a little bit so do you want to say the part that we have to say yeah 
what, what what if Roman really is gone after SummerSlam? Oh, Paul Heyman? Yeah. I mean, that's the automatic one. And I was trying to avoid saying Paul Heyman. Like, who else could it be? Because I, I really do think there's an opportunity for WWE to to elevate a female and not always default to Paul Heyman being this person. But well, I just, but I again, who Paul is Heyman part is the shocking. Like, we were True. shocked by Paul Heyman with Roman Reigns because we didn't see it coming. I definitely wouldn't there be was... shocked without him with Ronda, though. Like, Why? I feel like that's who There's we no would reason think. for us to see it coming. It would be, like, the idea of Paul Heyman trying to start, like, some sort of new unholy alliance with the brains of Paul Heyman and the brawn of Ronda Rousey yeah. is, yeah. you know, in, it, it's it's awesome. Now, again, this is predisposing that they're actually going the route of splitting up the bloodline and... Roman's going away for a little while on the whole thing, and they need something for Paul Heyman to do. But because he could also they could just have Brock Lesnar show up at that point. And he could reunite with Brock. Lesnar. I mean, there's a million things they could have him do. But and by the way, they've strangely teased that already, too, <laughs> the, yeah. a little bit with him cutting that promo right. um, last week. Yeah. But is is there another female option that could um that could work there is there a non-wrestler is there someone that i mean i just can't think of who it would be i mean i i i I can't i'd say not trish right well but that would be your argument if if trish is going away after SummerSlam, do you spin zoe stark towards them you know like i don't think zoe stark's particularly good on the mic i think she's 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 better than they are but yeah yeah i don't think i don't think she's not shown us anything that's i'm trying to i'm trying to think if there's someone in that trish role like backstage like who's who's working back molly holly's working backstage yeah Yeah. there's just not there's just not much i mean beth phoenix that's kind of interesting to me yeah but i mean i don't think she's never been great on the mic either thing like that's the like the problem is the, the reason why like Bailey works is because we're we're saying yeah. there's not a whole lot of women that we think have been elevated, and this is not their fault. Again, it, it, in the era that we're talking about with some of these people, they weren't even given the opportunity to be this person. So I, I just don't know that there how many women female performers we have felt strongly are very good on the mic over the years. I also Alexa, and, if she wasn't pregnant, could have been that, but. Yeah. But Alexa's a different type of good on the mic. I don't. That's a weird. You know, I, I'm like, just you know, I'm just going. Honestly, I'm going down the roster right now. Yeah, that's that's a weird. Is there vibe. someone not there right now that they could bring back that would fit? Uh, I can't really think of anyone. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, functionally, Natty could do it. Then that's who I was thinking like Natty about. Was it. like Natty would be interesting. Yeah, like I mean it. It's not natural, like you'd have to be scripted with Natty, but that's okay. She could handle it. Um, it's not terribly exciting because they've kind of leaned into that relationship over the years, and so how much more can you get out of that? But you know, if if you just wanted something for Natty to do, I she could do it. Like you, you know, you'd have to assign a writer to it. You'd have to. Like, we don't have it. I'm saying that we don't have any evidence. And maybe it's her husband, right? Like that you assigned to it. Um, We just don't have any evidence of her being the person that's the catalyst for something like that. But, I, you know, as a performer, she'd be ever. What about Mickey James? So I actually think I think that is who's going to end up being Becky's partner. 
against uh, Trish well, and if, if it's just a one-time thing, I mean, she is still an impact at the moment, at least. So it would have to be yeah, uh, like, like I think that would be the much smarter choice to Lita, which is the other one everyone thinks it's going to be. I think Ugh, I, I think the much smarter, smart. the much smarter, the much better for storytelling and callbacks choice would be Mickey James to team with Becky against Trish and Zoe Stark. I mean, look, any any Mickey Trish interaction, I'm going to be in favor of. Yeah. Favor of it too. Yeah, yeah. The the only thing that takes like a tiny little bit away is they already did it at the Rumble, but it still will play. I was um, gonna say the, the tease at the Rumble. I I forgot they had done that to be honest. <laughs> all right, let's let's fly. Um, wait, couple couple little things, couple little things. Quickly. So, first of all, I thought Raw and SmackDown were both pretty good this week, like overall. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, um, the. <laughs> The interaction we got with Grayson Waller, Asuka, and Io Shirai was amazing. Anything Asuka, Io was great. <laughs> I'm going to push back a little bit on that. I I think for a TV program, there was too much going on. The average person. It, it became too much with all the other people coming in. But I thought at first that whole Grayson Waller, like pretending like he understood yeah, what that, Oscar like was saying, bit, was, but I like that bit for like one interaction and then end it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, let the pop of that work. And then, then, and then give me EO arguing with Oscar and Japanese all day. Yes, I'll take I'll take that all day. Um, LA Knight getting his just due there in a great match. Um, Money in the Bank match is shaping up to be like pretty incredible as long as they don't do something weird and yeah. try to have uh bronson reed eject one of these guys which is what i'm very worried about I, I was, after I was monday assuming. um and uh did i have any that's pretty that's pretty much all i wanted to say like okay. there's a couple of things so quickly and and then we'll talk about shiki baby um quickly i i i i you know of course what's not to like about adam cole and mjf right that sounds great and for the most part, the interaction was excellent. Um, when are we getting that match? I'm, I'm a little bit confused about that. Um, are, are they doing that? At, they've announced all these other matches for Forbidden Door, but they haven't announced anything for MJF. So are they just going to force an AEW championship match onto Forbidden Door because they feel the need in order to make the pay-per-view pop a little bit? Like, Although, I mean, I, you know, it's really funny. What I'll give them... It's it's hilarious how I always criticize them for their for terrible builds. Now I actually have to give them credit for not doing any build because it's way better this year than it was last year. Like so far because the builds were bullshit. Well, no, the builds were like nobody wanted them. We didn't want you to. No, that's that's what I'm saying. But they were they were forced just to do the matches. And so they were kind of bullshit. And and you had these people running around for no reason and and dying on dynamite. It, you're right. It makes way more sense to just do if you're just, doing. I think we said this. If you're doing dream matches, just do dream matches. Yeah, just do your. Yeah. This is your all star game pay per view, right? Like, yeah. just do that. And the people that are into it are going to be into it. And the people that aren't, you can't win over with this. So mm-hmm. do do your builds for your actual pay per views, and and realize this is the one that you should punt. And so far, for the most part, they've punted, and I appreciate that. Like I. I do. I it's you. It sounds like a backhanded compliment, but it is a huge improvement over what they did a year ago. So 
are we getting him Adam Cole MJF? Are they trying to build Adam Cole MJF to? I think run? it's Wembley. Well, it's either that's Wembley fair. or it's what or it's all like that's the thing is you have that that all in all out thing. So if you told me it was either of them, sure. Yeah, but I guess the problem is what feels like a worthy championship match at a stadium pay per view. And MJF Adam Cole doesn't feel like that. I, I think for them it feels like that. <laughs> I don't know. See, and that's why I think it could be all in with Kenny at or at all at, at Kenny in London. Kenny would make against more sense MJF. To yeah. Yeah. Why? Kenny would make because why not? Because it's Kenny main eventing your stadium show. But isn't yeah. he sort of doing something right now? He's going to do something for the next few weeks, but, like, there will be time to build Listen, that. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> We've got to tell the saga of Don Callis. Right. We, that is the most important thing going on. Well, here. Don Callis we, is clearly going to join MJF now. <laughs> oh, well, shit. That's true. Um, Look, man, I, 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 it's not natural, but, yes, MJF Kenny feels like a stadium pay-per-view. MJF Cole does not feel like a stadium pay-per-view, but I I think it's cool. And again, I I did think that for a little while, like certainly MJF side of it, I thought was excellent. The 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 you know the the stuff that Cole threw back at him was not there wasn't a lot there, but you know that's typically what happens when you're working with MJF. So I, I didn't think it made him look bad, and I didn't think he looked any worse than anybody else did in one of those situations. I thought it was I thought it was good. Um. I, I think I like it more, though, just blow it off at Forbidden Door because you don't have anything else for those guys to do at Forbidden Door. And well, well, right. It would be what's the if, if he's losing, then yes, I guess that's the answer. If he's winning. then Oh, you think would, Adam Cole could beat MJF? I, he's, I he's been saying that for I've always now. thought that he was. Yeah, the one. That was I, I, I've never I mean, like, OK. If if you are ultimately having Adam Cole beat MJF, fine. And maybe that that's the way you work this is you have him lose here in a very MJF way. Right. Then let MJF have Kenny in the stadium and then come back to Adam Cole at either all out. At, at all out or at, you know, at in New York. Um, or even full gear, if you think you can pull that off. You know, I I could listen to that. I don't. I could listen to that. I I can't justify him winning a first match against MJF. Like that would be unjustifiable. But well, not without them telling a story. Like there would have to be more to it. I like mean, if, if you're if telling he, me the first match after they go through a bunch of stuff back and forth on the show, like okay, but it can't just yeah, be like, all right, we're fighting in two weeks and yeah, then he I, wins. I I still don't. I I think you would have to have MJF beat him before you let him beat MJF. I, the, I, I, I like Adam Cole, but you haven't really built Adam Cole to be that person. Could, Adam Cole at Grand Slam loses at Grand Slam leads into full gear, some sort of rematch there. Yeah, that, that part, I can, I can make that work. That well, aren't Wembley, aren't Wembley and uh, all out two weeks apart, a week apart. And then like two weeks to Grand Slam. If this, so you know. like you could do three matches. Yeah, you could. You yeah, you absolutely could. But it, but I, it, it, and it would it, it you know I hate that the shows are that close together, but a, a situation like that almost calls for something like that, like where there's a saga, because like it is weird that you have these three. I know one of them's on a pay per view, but it's basically treated like one. Like 
it is weird that you have all those things back to back. Also, I did look back at um, Forbidden Door to see if there's like a precedent. And you can't really go off of it because they had that weird interim title situation. So they did a fake match with Moxley and Tanahashi. But it was supposed to be Punk and Tanahashi. So that they just kind of replaced. Um, okay, so like if that's the if that was the precedent, then you can't do Adam Cole. If, if, they're like not if, leaning into MJF doing anything. They're not leaning. They're not leaning into anything, and they just laid out Adam Cole this week. Right. So why lay out Adam Adam Cole this week to then turn around next week and? I mean, you could MJF six someone from Japan on him like he has done to everybody else. Like I, I don't know. Like. Um, leads to a tag match. Uh, there's something there. I mean, like, hmm. is it, sure. is yeah. it M- Cole, is, Cole and Tanahashi against MJF and Ishii or something like that? Like, I don't know who any of these people are, but <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I, I, for, I, I mean, people who listen to us, you know, so like, you could, yeah. but it, it that, that really comes off like a why, like, why not well, just well, have the only MJF? Thing I, well, well, the only thing I'll say is the why would be because you're you're punting it to another show. But the but right, the other thing, but then you didn't need to lay it out this week, is my point. Well, the like, history, gave, but the history, they gave the biggest chunk of the show this week, yeah, to MJF and Adam Cole. The history of MJF and his feuds are typically that he six people on the other person, right? right? Um, is there still a Wardlow thing out there? Like, I, is, look, I've thought all along that they should have gone back to like they, they this they needed to do an MJF Wardlow. Now again, that could just be a you know Wardlow wins some battle royal and it's a match that happens on a like is he a, the one that comes out and helps Adam Cole? You know if if, if, well, if I, I think again if it's at Forbidden Door, I think it needs to be you know something where you have but didn't they have a both, couple matches where there was like one Japanese guy in the match? But that that's my point is that like it, yeah. it has to be. Cole plus, I guess if you're saying that it's Cole plus Wardlow plus a, you know, an eight man yeah. tag well, they, like that, that. Remember that cockamamie sting thing they did? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. You could, you could absolutely do that, but you, I don't think you do that with them. Like if you're, you, they did that basically because they were just like, okay, we want to get these guys on the show. You're not doing that with MJF. Unless, <laughs> unless they're doing the Roman Reigns thing where they're trying to get away with him not defending the title. Okay. They also last year at Forbidden Door did a Thunder Rosa Tony Storm match. Yes, they did. Like they can just. But, but do we a made match. fun of that because every other match was not that. I I sort of get it, but at this point, I I don't know what's worse. Like I don't know if it's worse to do a gimmicky match for the sake of doing a gimmicky match or just like it's. Yeah. I'm confused by why you lay that out if you're not building very soon. Now, if the answer is because they're trying to make it justify it for the stadium, then you got a lot of work to do. So fine. Right. But I what I get what I would say is this burned hot. I don't think you can keep it hot through the stadium. Like, I don't think you can keep doing this all the way to the stadium. I like it better if you're doing it now to burn it off and then coming back to it down the road. Like, I like that more. I get it. It's awkward. Why do it? But at the same time, I don't know what else you're doing that prevents you from just doing this. Like, I. I don't know that it's the end of the world that on a pay-per-view you would just have a match like this. Like, you know, the other, th- the other thing is the more I think about the, the idea of doing the, the all out all in is like, if you're doing so, so, so let's say you're doing the, uh, MJF wins underhandedly at all out to lose the title at all in. And then the rubber match at grand slay, like 
Wembley should be the big match. Wembley should right. be the big moment. Right. That's the problem there. Oh yeah, it's part of the, well, it's part of the problem. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's, I wouldn't, I would not do Adam Cole at Wembley. I don't, I don't, there's only so many ways to say it. I don't, I don't think that's a justifiable championship match. I don't think it's the right way to do it. I, I think there's a million reasons why I wouldn't do it. If you want to have Adam Cole win, fine. Start introducing it now in some form or fashion. I I am saying do the match at Forbidden Door. Have MJF win in a cheap way. Let him do an Omega thing and then come right back to Adam Cole. Like, this is the awkward part about it. How are you announcing a championship match for all in? Or all which which one is which? All, all ins in London. All in is in women. How are you announcing a championship match for all out? Like how this is absurd what they're doing. Yeah. It, it really is. I mean, I, unless you have you have feud or whatever, and then you have a number one contender waiting in the wings, and you already Either know that, that or they create a second belt for CM Punk, and then well, that, that's that's what the, is on the other show. Well, either way, no, you you don't. The Wembley show, you want all hands on deck. You don't want to. I yeah. I think that it's you have a number well, one but, contender but, but, but waiting again, for all. Remember, out. they don't have to sell tickets. They've already done that. Yeah, it's not I even also, a ticket thing. It's a it's like we're coming this. We've never been to see you before. And now we're going to not give you the full show. Well, they've like, also never done a pay-per-view without having 17 matches. So I guess there's also that accurate. Yeah, I, I, I think we have a number one contender. We're specifically waiting for all out. But that, but how weird is that? Like if it, imagine that number one contender being Adam Cole and the difference is he could be facing Kenny Omega or facing MJF. Like no, how I mean, but but we but we run that into with uh, WrestleMania all the time. We have a Rumble winner waiting for the winner of whatever the big feud right, is. Just accept the fact that that's a podunk pay per view and that person's not going to win. So we live with that. This is a stadium show. Yeah, that's fair. And again, that runs the problem is that the well, Royal Rumble is a stadium show now. No, that, but we're talking. But no, about I, the, I was talking about like the the you, you know the winner between how they did oh, the winner between right, Sammy right, right, and right. Roman was going to face Cody. Right, like. Right. We just we accept like, come on, man. Like, we know yeah. what that is. Yeah, we know who's winning. Right. But you should. Although, although, th- although there was a year where Goldberg won a match in that. Don't remind me. Oh, for God's sakes. Don't remind me. Um, I, I, I guess the other element I would add is I it, it's funny because now as I'm talking about it, I would actually kind of love this in order to address this problem. The, the storyboard of announcing a best of three. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I actually kind of love that, but to your point, it shouldn't be built like Wembley shouldn't be the first of the three at the same building two grand slam, but for what it's worth, right? Like at the same time, like I'll compare it to the triple crown. The Kentucky Derby is the one, right? Like it is the first one. And it's always like, I don't know that it's crazy that you couldn't come up with some really cool idea, announce a best of three series like that, you know, if necessary. Well, we all know it's going to be necessary. That, and that's the that's the other problem is then you're telegraphing <laughs> the second match. Except for the fact that it also like you're telling us we're going to get two really good matches on those two pay per views. And yes, you're telling us who's going to win the second one, sure. But you weren't going to be able to build a good program in two weeks anyway. So what's the difference, right? Like, what's the difference in we're not. We know who wins going to win the match versus we're not getting a good program for a championship in that match. Yeah. By the way, it's not two weeks. It, it is one week. I just double one checked week. that. I mean, it's, one week is absurd. We're not getting any program. We're not even getting a yeah. half program. You might not even get a match in one of those. That would be insane. I mean, that, I mean, look again. No, you're like that's the thing is you have to. 
you have to. Right. But how do you do it in a way that makes yeah. it work? And right. our answer is always going to be you don't. And that's why I'm actually talking myself into the best of three series. It's like yeah. I'm legitimately I, talking. I like the best myself. of three series. That's sure. why I said it. Yeah. I mean, like it's 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 but three directly, not like three broken up, like one, two, three, bam, bam, bam. Yep. Yeah. All right. We good. Oh, Shiki baby. Um, I, You know, it's funny, like. I don't, I don't, I don't really know how to explain Iron Sheik, right? Like, I don't really know if you, if you were to approach somebody who's a young person today that is seeing people talk about Iron Sheik and never experienced Iron Sheik and, you know, didn't follow him on Twitter for any reason. And they were to say to you, like, why is everybody tweeting about Iron Sheik? What? How would you possibly describe him to him? First of all, you'd have to say at this point, uh, do you lead with wrestling or do you do you lead with social media? Right. I mean, it's it's part of the story. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Like it's very weird. It, I. It's weird because what I think, like I'm saying and that you're saying, is that he's become a figure more significant than he really was as a professional wrestler Mm -hmm. as a professional wrestler he was a very functional you know like play very good character correct but it's not a monster of the week it was almost like a character like for a minute it was hot and that was kind of that right like it was he also played one of the most important roles in the history of wrestling which was hulk hogan's first championship correct To, to to and that's undoubtedly the i would say the most significant thing about his run as a professional wrestler um the the twitter thing became so much bigger and larger and created this like era where people that otherwise could have been in like I'm, what would the iron sheik have been what is the comp for the iron sheik if we never know twitter version of iron sheik so what Colonel, I think, Colonel Mustafa. No, 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 no. We wouldn't. No. I, I think what we would be talking about is he's he was at the forefront of making wrestling what it is today, as far as the character goes. He's one of the truly. I'm not gonna. He's not one of the first. You know, obviously there were superstar Billy Graham. There were some other people, but he was one of the first people to really do the, you know, for lack of a better term, the WWF superstar. Um. In the Iron Sheik character, I think is what we would be talking about. And that's what, you know, if, if you're okay, a wrestling historian talking about him right now. But, but yeah, specifically what would who of, of a modern era, who would his comp be for his professional wrestling career? Because I think it would not be fair to say it's Jinder Mahal. I don't no, think it's no. that. But I don't think it's. Like I'm, I I'm, I struggle. So Jinder Mahal isn't bad, but it was bigger. It was bigger. He it was, was on the cartoons. It was, it was bigger than. It was bigger than, but the concept is similar. Yeah, no, I understand why it's it's there, but you're talking you're talking about a guy who burned quickly. Yep. Who, and who who, but the larger than life thing was there, so that that's the interesting part. I mean. The answer 
I think Goldberg might be the closer answer. Mm, I think that's I think it's too high. He was never yeah, that it's, big. yeah. No, no, I mean no one was. Um, look, if you're talking Goldberg, no one was as big. I'm trying to think though, because you also have to. I guess what I'm saying is like I think that the Iron Sheik was a solid, had a solid run, and did his job. And and did play an important role. I think he bec- I think we now treat him as a truly larger than life figure, not because of what he did as a professional wrestler, because of this persona that he took on via social media. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to suggest that it's it, that we shouldn't yeah. treat him as that figure. I just think that it would be easy for someone who didn't experience it to assume that he was a massive mega mm-hmm. superstar in professional wrestling because he became this larger than life figure on social media. And it's hard to explain to that person. Well, actually, you know, he, he, he mattered like he did, but I, I don't know how I would, I don't know what the fair comparison would be to make, you know, like that's what I, I really was struggling with that. Like I don't can't think of a modern comp boy. Could it be a Bray Wyatt, right? Like, I, I don't know. Hopefully not. It, it's just it's so tricky because so maybe. much of it was like pre, you know, most of his run was pre WrestleMania. Correct. So that Correct. that's the real tricky part of this is that it was such a different landscape then. Yep. Yeah. But yes, no, there's no doubt about it that he is bigger as a cultural phenomenon than he ever was as a wrestler. That's the that's the way that I felt. Um, and it was, and it was great, right? Like who didn't love that man? Like, you know, that finding some reason to tweet about Hulk Hogan every day for the rest of his life. What a gimmick. Like what, a like when NWOs for life, NWOs for life, right? Like live the gimmick, man. Um, you know, everybody's a jabroni F you ever. I mean, like, God, it was, it just brought such joy into our lives. Um, and, and you know what the funny part about it is? I don't know that we ever really knew enough about Iron Sheik the person to know where the person and character separated. Like, mm-hmm. that's some of the joy that I had from Iron Sheik on Twitter is that, like, it, it could have just all been shtick or it could have been a little bit bleeding in between someone that was kind of bitter about the success that other people had that maybe he wasn't having and was kind of letting it out a little bit in this character that he created for himself. And I kind of never wanted to know, like I kind of was glad that he wasn't really doing a ton of interviews because there was a part of me that just kind of liked the idea of maybe this guy really does hate Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Like, I sort of love the idea of that being the case when it came to the Iron Sheik, but, um, uh, you know, obviously safe home Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. And as, as Aaron mentioned, we also had just lost superstar Billy Graham and we didn't really talk much. And I, that was a mistake. We didn't really talk a lot about superstar Billy Graham. I had a couple of odd interactions with superstar Billy Graham over the years. Um, but these were, these were not our guys necessarily. No. So that's part of the reason why we haven't done as much about those guys, but safe home to both of them, obviously. All right, we ready to get some plugs in? I think so. Go ahead. Follow me on Twitter, at the AOster. Circa's running their contest right now. Circa Million, Circa Survivor, come win your share of $14 million, and uh, go check out the fantasy football giveaway we're doing right now. A league can get a $12,000 package. 
to come stay and draft at Circa. So check those things out. Love it. Absolutely love it. All right, uh, Brandon. Just announced that Rams Head Live. We have uh, Gimme Gimme Disco returning on July 15th. We have um, the Wonder Years uh, doing their The Greatest Generation album uh, with a great package of bands, including H's Sweet Pill. Uh, that is on Tuesday, September 12th. And we just announced the Violent Femmes um, celebra- celebrating 40 years of their first album. Uh, that oh. is on. Oh, yeah. except for the 40 years part. Like, that's. Yeah. They're playing. They're playing. Their, they're playing their first record all the way through, uh, for the 40th anniversary. That's on Friday, October 20th. All those shows are on sale at ramsheadlive.com. Follow us at ramsheadlive on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio for me, glennclarkradio.com. By the way, at AJ Francis 410 for him, and that stuff with AJ Styles and the OC. Last Incredible, week. awesome. The the, the shot of uh, AJ Styles about to give the phenomenal mm-hmm. forearm. That that's yeah. gonna be like on his wall. Something yeah, <laughs> like a- it AJ, might already be. You know, AJ texted that picture to us on Friday <laughs> night. And I was like, holy crap. And I hadn't seen SmackDown yet when he sent that to me. Yeah, me neither. So again, how many times do we have? Like, he keeps forgetting this advice we give him. Just duck. Come on. Yeah, right. Oh, by the way, Uh quick teaser. um, We're going to be announcing a show, uh, a pretty big show at Ramshead Live. And the band has done several wrestling related things. St. Clown Posse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was better than mine i was like, i have wow. a more specific tease i'll give to the guys off air but i don't want to give it all the way away on air so oh, well, you got just... you got ki- you got kid rock huh that's uh <laughs> that's very sad but you know what may enjoy making your money enjoy making your money all right um yes for brandon for aaron for the main event bent bent aj francis i'm glenn clark this is ben jobbing out Dude, you guys, DJ Scribbled is going to be spinning at midnight.